Hello and welcome to the Modern Maker Podcast for Saturday, July 8th, 2017, otherwise known as Video Games Day. Ooh, that's a good one. That's it relatable. One, yeah. There's no I love like video games. <laughs> there's nothing weird to even say about that. Nope. But I can ask you if you have a favorite game or franchise. Game or franchise, man. Yeah. Um, or you just, know, not, it doesn't have to be your favorite, but just something you like. Yeah. Well, right now, I or not really right now, but I played a lot of Battlefield 1. That was a great uh, game. That was pretty uh, recent. What, it come out a couple months ago? Yeah, Christmas a year, time or something? A year, but okay. I played it way longer than I should have. I tend to do that. <laughs> I have a hard time justifying new games because they're like <laughs> 60 bucks. I'm like, God, I'm going to get my money's worth out of this game. So yeah, It's still World War One to me, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. So like, what are some go-tos with you? You like old school uh, games. I like it all, man. I like the new stuff, the old stuff. But if I had to say like favorites of all time. All time. For, for franchise, I might go, because I love cars. So I might go um, uh, Gran Turismo is probably oh, yes. my favorite. So like I've been with that since the beginning. Like I can remember playing part one. one PlayStation yes. 1. It yep. was on a double disc. Yeah, you got to get all those <laughs> that full library of cars. Yeah, yeah I, can act, I can remember going to Best Buy to buy it. I love that game and staying up to like three in the morning playing it. That's funny because we were both doing the same thing, except I was like 10 years old at the time or eight years old at the time. <laughs> that was like my first game that I was ever hooked to. Yeah, yeah. that was a good. And then I would say other than that, so I don't know if you ever played these. These were for PlayStation 2, but there, there's a series. So Ico and then there was Shadow of the Colossus. And then there's actually for PlayStation 4, they finally came out with Last Guardian, which is the end of that like trilogy. No, I've never ever heard, heard of, of those games. Mm-mm. They're really good. They're kind of like strategy puzzle journey kind of games. But like, especially for the time, like really beautiful and like just like a big world. And so you're like, they're a, really cool. So you're a big like Oblivion Skyrim type guy. They're not really like, like, I'm not actually that into those games. Those games are too, yeah, I'm not into like the more like RPG type stuff. Okay. Uh, But these are more like strategy kind of games where like, it's almost like a puzzle, but it's like disguised as like an adventure game. Got you. Okay. I like it. Those are really cool though. But anyway, I'm Chris Salamone from Four Eyes Furniture, Mike Montgomery, Modern Builds. What's up? Hi, Mike Montgomery here modern builds, uh, modern nice builds. To meet you. <laughs> and ben you've been awfully quiet what do you what video games do you like hi uh, so yeah <laughs> he's not here again I, i'm sure everybody already figured that out but yeah no, no ben he is but not. it's the weekend show so Th- we're uh that was a really efficient it. that was an efficient intro you used as few words as possible I tried Chris Salamone, to... Four Eyes, Mike Montgomery, <laughs> Modern Builds. <laughs> well, because I heard that we're going to start uh, getting charged by the syllable. So oh, really? Trying to, trying to save thing? it where I can. Yep. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Smart trying man, to cut costs. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're just going to do a simple, uh, you know, no guests today. No frills, no gimmicks. Just... This is just a bare bones <laughs> podcast, people. Yeah. So we're just going to do some questions that we had. A few that have been submitted in the past that have kind of been lingering around and then a few that we had people submit to us today yep clean up so the i guess inbox. we can oh no but let's uh before we jump into those why don't we talk about what we got coming up this weekend Ooh, this weekend hmm i am going to i don't know man i had a good weekend last like i had my like fourth of july like extravaganza and then from there what uh-huh. do you do like how you do you follow recover. that up I know. I don't have any plans, but really just to work, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are you going to be working on? The the mirror? Or is Man, that all finished? This mirror. I'm going to talk about it, okay? I'm just going to talk about it. Well, far. Well, last week we recorded on a Friday the th- uh-huh. before that Thursday we posted. So I was really right. confident 
saying, by next Thursday, I'm going to have this mirror done. I mean, any reasonable person would have this mirror done, but it uh-huh. failed again. Really? It did, <laughs> yes. And I don't third even... Third time's a charm? Yeah, third time. No, that was the third try. Let me just take oh, you wow. two through the go, like... The trilogy of yes. failed mirrors. Let's hear it. So I go, I go to the glass shop and I say, hey guys, I need a mirror or a piece of glass this big. This is a project I'm working... Or they ask me, you know, what? just like small talk. Like, what are you working on? I'm like, oh, I'm making this cool... Uh, like mirror with a light box behind it where it's got kind of an led frame they're like oh there was a guy that came in here last week and got glass cut for that so you know conversation goes on come to yeah. find out they're totally capable of just doing it right making a mirror with the etched like frosted glass kind of border that it's going to have right I so you would them, then avoid the whole like spray right. painting thing uh, okay so i asked them they said it would be about 150 bucks somewhere around uh-huh. there and I'm like, that's awesome. Really cool. I just need the glass, though, because I wanted to do, a, like I mentioned in the podcast before, a more DIY version. I had heard about the like Rust-Oleum spray can mirror stuff yeah. and that it had worked pretty good for other people that had used it. So mm-hmm. I'm like, great. I'm going to do this 100% DIY. It'll be about half the cost. And you don't have to live near a glass shop with good glass Abilities. Capabilities. Capabilities. Yeah, Glass yeah, yeah. abilities. <laughs> Glass ability. So first first one messes up around the point where the adhesive. I go to put the mirror right. I put the mirror on the on the light box. The adhesive ruins it. Big bummer. So I go get another piece of glass. At this point, these two pieces of glass pretty much total the cost of what it would have been just for them to do it for me. Not to yeah. mention Did they the, remember like, you coming back in? They do, yeah. They're like, Oh, you're back. I said, Yeah, I need the exact same thing I bought. <laughs> First they're one like, went so well, other and people they, are requesting them. Straight up, and they asked me, they said, You sure you don't want to just have us do it for you? I was like, Listen. I went <laughs> and then I went through the process of telling them and it's like, Yeah, I have a YouTube channel, there's the whole thing. Otherwise I totally would. That's what normal yeah. a normal rational person would do. Yeah. Um so anyways, go buy another thirty dollars worth of spray paint on top of all of it. And mm-hmm. What happens? Oh, this is funny. This is like going, looking back on it, it's funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> I go through all the process. I spray paint the mirror. I spray paint uh, the frosted glass part, everything. Uh-huh. It's looking so good. I'm like, great. I'm just going to let it sit for a day, come back, put the adhesive on. The adhesive that they recommended, I, okay, I bought so it. A different in, adhesive. I, yeah, I just bought a tube of whatever they had. I said, can I just buy a tube from you? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so I'm excited. I'm just ready to go to sleep, and all of a sudden, it starts downpouring like, like uh-huh. crazy, like it was monsoon season. Turns mm-hmm. out there is a leak in the shop, one leak Uh-oh. in one area of the <laughs> shop that happens Directly to be right above, above my workbench where the mirror was sitting, <laughs> and and it was like four drops. I went out there uh, the next day. And there was about four drops of water. Or it was that night. It wasn't the next day because I was worried about it. Go out there. There's like four or five drops of water on there. I'm like, oh, that really sucks. I get a shop towel to wipe it off. And here comes the mirror finish (laughs) with it. (laughs) So Um, just just not dry enough yet. Heartbreak again. Yeah. If you would have just let it dry, do you think the paint was dry enough that it would have withstood the water? Or it was the water and the wiping? Or what do you think? I think... I don't know. I can't say whether it would have stood or not, but I, I really wish I would have just let it sit. Um, just got a hair dryer out yeah, there. Exactly. I wish I would have just let that happen, but I was too antsy. I had to know. Yep. So <laughs> get the old paint thinner out. That doesn't work. Lacquer thinner, though, for whatever reason, cleans this stuff off real good. 
and okay. clean it all up, have a new fresh pane of glass again, basically. Okay. So, you had to you had to redo the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. just like one little spot. Okay. It was it was just like two spots, about one the size of a quarter, one the size of a dime. But uh-huh. I kind of sanded them a tiny bit to try and soften that kind of transition yeah. and spray paint over it. But it was just wasn't well, wasn't, wasn't working. working. So third time, third time's the charm. Obviously, right? You know, yep. we're all we're it's all thinking here. <laughs> so this time super careful it doesn't rain i get all the way to the point where i'm going to spray the frosted glass and mm-hmm. from my past experience from spraying the frosted glass i said i should mask off because it goes mirror two inch frosted glass then two inch mirror border around that okay and the back of that border on the edge of the mirror is kind of visible if you look a little bit behind it so i said oh i shouldn't Come, you know, coming back from the first one, I said I should mask off that uh-huh. border where I'm spraying the frosted glass. That way, if anyone happens to kind of peek around it, they won't see the overspray from all that frosted glass. Okay. Spray the frosted glass after I mask it, and then I go to peel off the masking tape, and for whatever reason, it's just peeling mirror along with it. Ooh. So... So it wasn't dry enough to tape up yet? I don't know. I let it sit for 28 hours. I re- I know specifically because it said to let it dry for 24. So I said I'm going giving an extra four. I'm giving it an extra four hours with a fan blowing on high the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah. In 95 degree heat. So, anyways, that ruined the mirror for the third time. I said it, and I went to the glass <laughs> shop today. <laughs> I'm buying it. I'm like, it's just, I don't know. At this point, I'm like 350 dollars in, and it would have just yeah. cost me 150 for the mirror. So. So that's the DIY tip is go that's to the, the glass tip. shop. Sometimes it's just worth it to call a professional. <laughs> yeah. But that's a that's a good tip. But yeah. Well, at least you'll have your mirror now. Yeah, and I've got a big piece of glass, you know. All I got to do is put some lacquer thinner on it and I got a new big piece of glass. So. Yeah. Now, does that ruin a video for you though? No. Because I know I saw your go for yes, it. Yes, I saw uh, yeah, I saw your bathroom mm-hmm. uh remodel video and I saw there was the mirror in it and then right. you said I don't remember if you said that was a temporary mirror and it then is. you were going to have a video on it. Yeah, I was able to sweet talk the nice lady at the register at the, the glass shop oh. to let me take the glass home uh-huh. so that I could put it in the frame for that for that one video and then bring okay. it back to them so that they could do the etched border. And she was like, yeah, that's fine as long as... As long as it's not like messed up when we when it comes back, we'll do you it. Said, "Lady, I'm not gonna ruin it. I've only ruined exactly. three pieces of glass in the last <laughs> 72 hours. I've got such a great track record as it is. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, they were nice enough to let me bring the glass home, take those final shots because I didn't want to. You know, after all that talk about July being the the weekly content starting, yeah. you know, all that starting out, I didn't want to miss it second weekend. So. Yeah. <laughs> I went ahead and Had threw that one up, going. and then that'll be my project video for next week, which is kind of giving me a little bit of a, not a challenge, but trying to find the way to kind of tell that story of, yes, yeah. I'm just buying the glass, but it's not like I didn't try the DIY version. And right. I'm still building the good... light box. I'm still doing, I'm still running all the LEDs. It's not like I'm just saying, right. glass shop, here's money, make it for me. Um, so then the video will kind of be on that section of the bathroom, not just the mirror. Uh, no, the video for the mirror will just be the mirror. Uh, okay. I kind of covered everything else in the remodel video. So uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Nice. Although I did well, get a lot of questions on the bathroom remodel because what I'm doing is uh, there was a, there was a light right above the mirror and the countertop. Uh-huh. And so I just took that out and then I'm hardwiring the led mirror from that wiring. 
Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> so in the video, it's essentially like I took out a light fixture, put in a mirror, and then I didn't put another light fixture right. in. So, so I got, like, wait a minute. Yeah, I mentioned in the video that I'm going to be doing this whole thing, but obviously it fell through the cracks a little bit. And people were like, but what about the light fixture? I'm like, dang it. I had that same thing happen a long time ago in the, yeah. uh, in the video where I redid some kitchen counters and replaced uh-huh. or kitchen cabinets and replaced the countertops and all that. It was at my buddy's, uh, my buddy Caleb. Shout out, Caleb. You're not listening. I don't even know why I shouted <laughs> you out. Uh, Screw that guy. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> He's the worst. He's not going to hear this. <laughs> no. <laughs> but anyways, we, we, we kind of just went in with the intention of redoing the cabinets. We were like, yeah, we might as well do the countertops and a couple other things while we're at it. And uh-huh. he ordered a sink off of House, H-O-U-Z-Z. Yep. And yep, it was going to take another like four days for it to get there. So I was like, ah, screw it. We'll just put the countertops in and I'll get the video out. But I don't know <laughs> why I sink? didn't say anything in the video about the fact that we ordered a sink. Yeah. There are more comments about where did the sink go than anything else on the yeah. video. It's funny. Yeah, it's always the worst feeling when like you have something done and then you're like, oh, I really should have said this one thing. But you know yeah. to like add that one thing back in. You're just like, forget it. I'm done. That's funny. Making videos is every time before I post something or every time while I'm editing, I'm like, okay. What is everyone going to ask that I can prevent really quick off the top? Yeah. You know, doing the voiceover. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always like, just get that one last thing in. Exactly. So what do you, uh, what do you got going this weekend? This weekend, I am... So my plan was to put together a CNC machine. I just uh, last oh. night had a, had a CNC machine delivered to my Who house. from? Uh, it's from Carbide 3D. It's the Shapeoko. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, is it so, a, uh, like a four foot by four foot bed or two foot by two? So, okay... So they asked me if I wanted an XL or an XXL, which double these XL. are not the actual size. Yeah, double XL, baby. I like to call it XXL. Okay. Um, I've got a minor lisp. I avoid X's. Okay. <laughs> cross, cross L. Wait, yeah. that still has S's. Never mind. <laughs> so they asked me which one I wanted, and I would like the double XL, but it's huge. It's like, that one's like, yeah, it's almost four feet by four feet, yeah. whereas the XL's like two feet by four feet. And the nice capacity would be cool. But my thinking was that like, so right now I'm like one tool away from not being able to park my car in the garage anymore. (laughs) Um, You're at the tipping point. I am. Yeah. I'm like right there. And so I'm trying to avoid that, even though I know it's going to happen eventually. So I might as well just embrace it. But my idea was to get the XL and then kind of rebuild my workbench. Cause so I have a workbench, but I really don't use it as anything other than like an assembly table and an outfeed table for my table saw. So I was thinking, you know, I should really rebuild this using like the style of construction that I used to build my miter saw station. Yeah. And then I could, it would actually be more functional for how I use it. And I would be able to park the CNC machine under it. But so I, I opened up the packaging last night and they sent me the double XL. Yeah. Even though, so I, I'd asked for the XL, but that is a big machine. Now that I think about it, four by it's four. Big, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't really, I mean, it's big enough that, I mean, two feet's already too big to really fit on like any kind of counter, Yeah. but it's big enough where you can't like park it under things. It's like, yeah. you know, it's a full on thing. Wall so, mount it. Do everything and, and on a sideways <laughs> axis. <laughs> yeah. Well, so my other thinking. I so, guess you could have a wall mount where it flips down. Yeah. I, I mean, I've seen people kind of do that before, but there's not really any place to do that in my garage. So Okay, I'm sorry. Kinda, I keep interrupting. Just. Let's yeah, hear your let idea. Me talk, Mike. <laughs> I know, for no. goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get a word in edgewise. No, but um, anyway, so I, 
they they said yeah just send it back and we'll send you the xl no problem and uh, now i'm like well maybe this is a the good Lord's way of telling me that I should really have that double XL because I was thinking about it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so here's my thinking is that I could kind of just like build something and keep it under my back porch. So it's not oh. even in my, yeah. Okay. And then I don't even need it in my garage. And then maybe like, you know, down the road when I get something else where I'm like, okay, now I definitely can't have the car in here anymore. Then I can rebuild and put it in there, but I'm still not 100% sold on it. So I'm going to I'm going to mull it over for a couple I days say and, keep and then that decide. double XL, man. I there's, keep it. There's going to be an instance where it's going to be worth having it, you know? Yeah. Like the two by four foot one will probably get 99% of what you need done, but yeah, there's going to be that one project where it's so worth it. I'm going to want that big one. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm going to keep thinking so about it. So do but you have a spot for the two foot by four foot one if you get it? Oh yeah. If I get the XL one, I can do the whole thing where I'll park it under the, the workbench. Oh yeah. Okay. But with this one, it's it would have to have its own dedicated thing. And I was even thinking, well, maybe I could just like build it on like a stand where I'll keep other tools under it so it's like useful space. And then I can just like put it on like some big casters so that it's easy to yeah. actually wheel out of the garage when I'm not using it. But I mean, I'm not going to be using it 98% of the time that I'm working in the garage. So I don't know. Do I want to be wheeling something in and out all the, every time that I go out there to work? Or how expensive is that sign shop that you've gone to a couple times? Um, like how much did you pay to get everything cut out for that Nelson? That was bench? a that was a fairly expensive project. Like, um, th- I think that one was about two hundred bucks to have milled out. Yeah. Um, for things that are ply, like say you have like a bunch of parts that you wanted to get cut out of a, a sheet of plywood, it's probably going to be more like seventy five dollars yeah. somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, but. It actually, eh, I think the main thing though, it's not really the money. It's more just wanting to learn about it and do it on my own and be right. able to like incorporate those things into the videos more. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm going to think about it and then, Tough and then figure it out. But Tough what I don't want to do is I definitely don't, because I think that building them is a fairly long process. So I don't want to go through the process of like oh, putting yeah. it all together <laughs> and then being like, all right, take it all apart and get the, get the other one. Yeah. That would be what part. I was, I would be most nervous about putting one together and then screwing it up. I would lose, yeah. I would lose, I would lose a bolt or something somewhere along the way. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try to keep it all organized. The only thing that I, the, the potential downfall would be having a little kid. Who's oh, yeah. gonna grab something and throw it in the trash? But hey, maybe this is my chance to uh, reach out to the audience. If uh, you live in Southern California and know about CNC machines and ooh yeah, wanna wanna give me some advice or whatever, or give me a hand, shoot me an email. Ooh yeah, you know you how go. to find me. Four Eyes Furniture. Are you gonna do any com. kind of setup video? I don't think so. There's a lot of I them mean, out there, isn't there? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I know there's already plenty of good ones that are gonna be better information than what I can give out. And then, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't see too many people being interested in that. Probably if anything, maybe I'll just like film a time lapse of me doing it so that the first time that I use it in a video, I can just like use that oh, as yeah. a little B roll or something. But yeah. I'm starting we'll a second channel. I don't know what I'm going to call it, but B-roll. so it was just kind of like a dumb thing where doing this renovation project, there was like potential for like two to three, just videos that I would never put on Martin Builds, but they were helpful, uh-huh. right? Like what kind of stuff? Like raising the shower head. Okay. Super quick, super easy. Wouldn't put it on Modern Builds, but if I had a channel called Modern Builds Life Tips or Life nope. Hacks, ooh, <laughs> there we go. That's a search-based name right there. But if I had a, something like that where I can just throw, because I plan on doing more renovation projects like this, 
So if I could have like a two minute video about how to do this thing uh-huh. and it be helpful to someone, that's great. Not to mention I can link that video that's like a more dedicated instructional video in my renovation right. video where I briefly went over the fact that I raised the shower head with an S pipe, but I didn't show you how to do it. Well, then I right. can link to it. Not to mention I came up with a killer uh, grout cleaning mixture. I, I Googled go. a lot. and CLR. No, it's just, I found a lot of people that are just doing baking soda and hydrogen peroxide as a grout cleaner. I said, that's great. Uh And it worked good, but I also added some Dawn to it and it worked even slightly better. And granted, it may be on the internet somewhere. I'm not saying I invented (laughs) it a hundred percent, but I have not seen it. It was just a thing where I'm like, Hey, you know what cleans penguins, Dawn, that have oil on them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what's gonna clean commercial? this what's gonna clean this dirty grout or what's gonna even help clean this dirty grout some dawn and it yeah. did hey if you can clean a play a penguin you can clean grout and it's one of those things where whenever i was looking up how to clean grout or how to like a diy grout cleaner the video that i watched that showed me hydrogen peroxide and baking soda had over a million views i uh-huh. think you got to get in on that action. So if I can put make a video, I got to get on, on in on that action. If I can make a video about hydrogen peroxide, baking soda, and a little bit of Dawn, boom, give me a million and a half views, right? <laughs> that I can Dawn's say, worth an extra 500,000. Yeah. And I can even like, and if I have a channel like that, I can really throw out like a clickbait title and not feel bad about it. Like the <laughs> ultimate DIY grout cleaner, better than anything you could buy, all in caps, at least eight exclamation points throughout, you know. Yeah, you got to put like the, you know, <laughs> plus secret ingredient. Yes, secret Your ingredient. Your jaw will hit the floor when you yeah. see how, you won't what see, happens next. You won't see this anywhere else or something like that. That'll be what <laughs> I put in the in the thumbnail. I'll have some overlay where it says that. <laughs> yeah, like put a, I don't know, a picture yeah. of Billy Mays' head or something. Oh, perfect, yeah. Better than Billy Mays' OxyClean, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, <laughs> rest in peace. <laughs> but anyways, I All think right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a little like Modern Builds Life Hacks channel. And I can, just so I can throw like auxiliary content on that I really, I'm not even saying this to the podcast so people can subscribe to it. It's more just for, I can make a little side video that I can use to reference for larger right. videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know how you feel. I, I had a second channel that I don't really use anymore, but it is good for like, if you wanted to make some kind of video to like embed in something else, exactly, but you don't want it yeah. on your channel, it's nice to just have like a second place to host things. Yep. All right. Should we hop into some questions? Let's jump on in. All right. So this one is going to be a tricky one. I don't know if we're going <laughs> to, we'll, we'll see if we're going to do it or not, but okay. <laughs> it's kind of stuff that we've covered before, but I thought maybe we could like give ourselves, so it'll be part hypothetical, I suppose, but okay. here's what the person wrote in. So their name is Ben underscore HL. Mm. says, hey, guys, I have two questions for your podcast. Where would you say is a good place for me and 18-year-olds with little experience with power tools to start woodworking? Cool. I also am really interested in making a YouTube channel, but me- need to save up to get some proper equipment. Do you have any suggestions for equipment, both for woodworking and or video making? Let's see. What else? He said something else. Was that, I guess that was the two questions. But Okay, uh, so let's go with the first one. Oh, the one. rest is just the flattery let's stuff. Let's go with the, but hey, <laughs> the last one. With just, yeah. So here's what I'm thinking, though. What if we do a, let's say that you're starting over with nothing. Okay. Right? You, you have no video equipment and you have no... Tools. Uh, pa- yeah, no tools. And you wanted to start a YouTube channel about making stuff. Wow. What would but do be I have like, any experience? Uh, let's say you're where you were... 
after six months of tooling around. So, you know, okay. you've done some stuff. Cool. You, let's say you have the experience. You just don't have any stuff to okay. start. I am going to buy, for tools, I'm going uh-huh. to buy a chop saw, a circular saw, and a jigsaw, and a drill combo. Okay. Uh, okay. Jigsaw is optional. If you're going to be cutting things with curves, get a jigsaw. If not, don't even worry about it. And that's what I would, I mean, I would get that, some clamps. uh mm-hmm. And that's Sanders. really, yeah, I would get some quick clamps, get a couple of the cheap aluminum bar clamps from Harbor Freight. Those work really well for the price. And I would just start building. Um, mm-hmm. And when it comes to video stuff, granted, I've just bought a new camera. So it's kind of hypocritical, to, hypercritical. It's kind of hypocritical <laughs> to say it. But I mean, it really doesn't matter too much about gear. I mean, I had my both of my cameras break and i filmed half of the part of the about half of the renovation video on my Mm -hmm. camera that i bought for 150 bucks two years ago and you could get i mean you could get that camera now on ebay for 25 to 50 bucks i'm sure because cameras Uh don't hold value at all right so long i would just get a cheap camera i don't know what your budget is but i would just get a keep keep camera (laughs) get one of them keep it's a camera that you're gonna keep yeah exactly i would get a cheap camera that can shoot 1080p and can shoot in manual mode. You want to you want to be able to set the exposure, be able to set all that kind of nonsense, and you want to be able to shoot in HD. But beyond that, for what we're doing when it comes to YouTube stuff, it doesn't take a lot to get started. People, I mean, mm-hmm. I like for instance, I'm going to shout out a channel called A Glimpse Inside. Great channel, yep. really cool projects, and I got the chance to meet him in Skyatook a week or two ago. Super mm-hmm. nice dude, great channel, cool projects, and he films it all on his camera, or he films and edits everything on his iPhone. Oh, wow. And I, ne- like, I had seen his videos before, and I had no idea. So I think the lesson is it's not about gear. It's just about just going out and actually doing it. Uh-huh. I'm going to go even simpler on the tools. Wow. I'm just going to get a circular saw, uh-huh. and that's it. And cl- wow. like not counting like clamps <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm doing everything out of plywood and I'm just making that like my niche for uh, the first six months. Let's be real. If, get- if you are thinking about being a maker on YouTube and that's how you're going to start, that's really not a bad like route to take. No, it's like a very relatable route to a lot of people. Exactly. You know, it's something that everybody has access to and it's seen as like um, very approachable and, and for beginners or whatever. And it, and it, there's a lot of things you can do with just a circular saw um, if you want. Because, I mean, really, you can do almost everything that you'd want to do as long as you're not wanting to make, like, a lot of curved shapes. Right. Which, honestly, I'm not that big on curved shapes anyway, so I could get away with, for a while without having yeah. them, I think. But I would – so I would get fewer tools and spend the extra money getting a nicer circular saw than I might otherwise be able to get. Yeah. Um, What's and it, then, what would you get? Would you get a circular saw or a track saw? Um – like a grizzly track saw? Yeah, I mean, I do those my are research. relatively it's, affordable. Yeah, those are pretty affordable. Like, you can probably get... I, I'd have to look up the price, but for less than, like, you know, 300 bucks, I think you can get the saw and tracks. Yeah, but then again, um, that's taking away some of the approachability of your channel. Right. So you mm. might be better off just saying, okay, I'm just going to... I don't know. I, I'd have or to you're think just about, the track saw guy. Everyone will know <laughs> you as, like, you build everything out of your track saw. That's something people, like... 
that's something like we could shout out on the podcast. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like, oh yeah, yeah this channel, like, the guy makes everything with a track saw. Yeah, like you end all your videos, stay on track, and then Whoa. you wink at the camera. <laughs> There's your tagline right there. We got Ben HL covered right here. Yeah, but that's, anyway. man, that's a cool that's a cool channel idea. Track saw. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I would get a circular saw or track saw. I'd, I'd research it and just I'd just put more money into getting something that was really good and that I knew I could get good quality cuts from. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe spending more money getting a different blade for it, something like that. And then of course clamps and sanders and glue and all that kind of stuff and then for equipment kind of like what you were saying i would look um it's hard to do this without a price figure i guess but yeah right. like so take the camera that i was filming on up until two video go two videos ago which is it was a nikon d5200 which mm. you know would have been new probably like six years ago yeah still shoots in 1080p can shoot in full manual like you're saying you could find that camera for like 150 bucks for the body i'm sure oh, really? maybe yeah. cheap yeah they're they're nothing now yeah i um, would just craigslist craigslist yeah yeah and then if you so if you did want to do something that was like you know highly produced or i don't want to say highly produced but if you did want to make videos that were like prettier or whatever where you were getting those cool looking you know shallow depth of field effects and all that kind of stuff yeah. then you'd want to put your money into a lens which lenses are really good to put money in because they really never lose value like you can always get a new camera and still continue using that lens yeah and like so the lens that i always loved that i shot 95 percent of the stuff on for that one was an 85 millimeter 1.8 prime which mm. you know is not the most versatile lens but i think new it was like maybe 300 and 50 bucks something like that so i'm sure you can find a used one for 250 or 200 so there you know you 400 bucks you, you could probably i'd say like with 600 dollars, i could confidently say i could get equipment to make videos that are on par with what i'm making right now yeah and and you know obviously i wouldn't have the stable of tools but i feel like you know the limitation would be my ideas very cool yeah not the tools yeah i mean there it, it is that's the starter's guide. <laughs> That's it. The Everybody starters. do exactly that. <laughs> but no, I think that is kind of a cool idea, like for starting a channel. And it doesn't have to be like track saw or circular saw base, but whatever it is, like finding yeah. like a niche almost. Yeah, finding a niche and, and just then saying, you can I'm grow gonna... from there. Like you for can, sure, yeah. And people can follow along, like, oh, I saw you got a chop saw this week. That's pretty dope. Or I saw you got a table saw now. That's cool. Like people can yeah. follow along as you can like acquire new tools and build build skill and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think it'd be actually a really interesting way to start a channel and yeah. probably it it honestly would probably grow faster in a way because you are in a niche as long as you know you're doing good stuff. Right. You know, whereas instead of looking at it like, you know, trying to look at somebody like me and being like, "Okay, I need to go get every single piece of equipment right. so that I can start my YouTube channel." Like, it just so happened I was coming at it from that place because I was already building furniture, mm -hmm. you know, for people. So it it made sense for me, but if I was coming from nothing i think that'd be a good way to do it i think so yeah cool cool all right let's roll on to the next one this one actually kind of piggybacks off what we were just talking about oh okay um Juan to mast he asked hi i'm learning to woodwork but the circular saw scares the crap out of me Ooh. any advice um just watch a video um i know steve ramsey makes a lot of beginner 101 videos i don't know if he has a circular saw video if not, mm -hmm. I know Ryobi does the same, where they have a, you just bought a circular saw. Here's what you need to know about it. I would watch one of those. That way you understand what the risks are, like how you could potentially get hurt from it, and then also knowing, knowing, oh, this is how I can get hurt from it. Here is how I avoid that. I think right. a lot of, 
uh, nervousness comes from just not understanding. It was the same thing like whenever I was welding. I wasn't necessarily nervous about getting hurt welding, but I was nervous in general about welding because I didn't understand the process. I didn't really understand how welders even worked. So mm-hmm. I think that's what I would recommend is just watch some videos from some of those people and then just like understand how the circular saw works, how it might hurt you and how to avoid that. I think that'll boost your confidence going into it a lot. Yeah, I think that's definitely really good general advice. But to add on to that, I'll just give a couple specifics. All right. So cool. one thing is if you could get one that has a riving knife, I think that that makes the tool quite a bit safer because and, and so this goes a circular along. saw with a riving knife. Yeah, they have circular saws with riving knives. I've in never them. seen that. That's crazy. Yeah, they're they're out there. Who makes one? Um, well, Festool. Oh gosh, <laughs> I'm sure others do too. Though <laughs> I don't know, man. I've never heard of that. Uh, look into it. <laughs> okay. But the other thing, so assuming that you don't have a riving knife, so think about how you're gonna like brace yourself when you're leaning over something to make the cut, and try to keep your hand not in the line of where you're cutting. The reason being, so if, if you don't have a riving knife and the saw binds on something, it's going to take off. And so let's say that you have your hand in the line of the cut and it takes off and now your hand is right in the way, you know, that, that could be trouble. Yeah. So try to, try to brace yourself with your hand, not in the line of the cut. Nice. Um, it looks like Festool makes one, Makita makes one. So there's a few out there. Yeah, I think, pro- well, probably all of the ones that are the plunge cut ones oh, that you yeah. use. Yeah. I think that could be, I, I don't know if that's, I'm not an engineer, but I don't know if that's where the, the break point happens with that. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. If not, I don't know. I mean, would there be a way to like make one retrofit something on there? I mean, I know like, um, micro jigs makes like the splitters for, for table saws that don't have a riving knife. I don't yep. know if there's like something similar like that on the market, but the only thing I can think of is have you seen people where they get, like an eighth inch sheet of plywood or MDF and attach that to the bottom of their circular yeah. saw and then plunge cut into it to make it like a zero clearance thing. Yeah. I guess you could do some kind of strip behind it out of wood as well. That's, you know what I mean? The thickness of your blade. Yeah. But, right. Ooh, maybe that's a good video. Boom. There you go. Let's go into the market. For baby. the life hacks We're channel. That a- might even make Modern Build's <laughs> regular channel. <laughs> it's making the, the cut grade A content yeah that's kind of a cool idea i might look into that all right i've got a question for you so i so i so i asked people on instagram on the modern maker podcast instagram at modern maker podcast which you guys should be following Uh chris posted some pictures of his dining table he's working on so there's content up there all the time so check it out but (laughs) here is a question um which we've gotten a question from him before and I'm not going to try and pronounce his name. It's A.E. Villanueva, Okay, I think. Anyway, he <laughs> says, think. if you guys could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Language costs and immigration issues don't apply. Ooh, it's kind of a hypothetical. It um, is. I should have saved it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I think there were other ones in there. Um, you know, I don't know if this makes me a boring person, but I, I love it here in Southern California. You do live in a good place. Maybe I'd just move into a nicer house. I'd okay. move like, <laughs> like a mile from where I live up the hill, and then you get into like the really nice houses. That's it. I'm, oh, I'm okay. staying close. <laughs> He's like, well, I would I, move you got, uphill a little bit. Um, I think I've I heard know. you say I Hawaii would, before, right? I know. Yeah, you're... I would love to live in Hawaii. Um, granted, that could. I don't know how like readily available a lot of lumber is out there. That would be the one consideration living there. 
I know there's everything out of palm trees. I know there's a channel called Beach Bum Living. He makes a lot mm-hmm. of woodworking stuff. That he live. I think he's from Hawaii, and I mean, obviously, he's using wood. So, and people have to use wood to build things. So I know it's there, but I wonder how much more expensive it is compared to other places. Yeah, you know, if I so. That was my lazy answer, just going by what I know. And I haven't been to many places, so that's why probably part of the reason that I didn't... Right. I, you know, I don't want to choose somewhere that I have no idea if I'd actually like regret it. regret it. <laughs> yeah. But I guess if somebody actually like gave me that opportunity, I, I'd take a couple of weeks to go visit a few places. And I think I could see like the the uh, north, the Pacific Northwest. Oh, yeah. that Those areas probably being nice for somebody like me. Maybe even up into Canada, like Vancouver or something. I would love it, but I just... I think I, I would love to be able to live there like six months a year. I feel like the winters got to be tough. I feel like the winters have to be tough up there with all that snow they get. Maybe, but maybe not. I maybe not. I've never, I got it easy where I live weather-wise. Yeah. So yeah, I'd, I'd have to check it out. Yeah. Oklahoma kind of sucks. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Are, do you think you'll ever move from there? Yeah, I will in probably a couple years. Nice. Um, Hawaii. So, maybe to Hawaii. I don't know. I've honestly looked at like property out there and stuff. It's not. <laughs> The big island is not that expensive to buy property on. And then I could just build a shipping container home, get a couple shipping containers, weld them together, make a real cool house. <laughs> and it would be a good video. Hey, it's a good video. <laughs> I structure my whole that's, life around. Can I make a video out of it? That's main <laughs> channel worthy. Yeah, that's not life hack. All right. Next question <laughs> comes from masterofnone.tv. Okay. And here it is. Work and wives slash girlfriends. How much input do you ask or receive about your design or ideas in finished projects? Okay, so let's just say other people then. So, or does it have to be a girl? Like, well, no. <laughs> I mean, just like a significant other. Like, how much okay. input in design, and then how yeah. much are you trying to get like positive affirmation when you're done with the project from them? I I definitely shop ideas to my wife. Not yeah. so much like looking for affirmation after the fact. But um, do you shop for more like, ooh, I like this or for critiques? Both. So yeah. You, yeah, what I'll usually do is like I would put together a few drawings and then just say like, hey, what do you think of this? If I'm being honest though, Dolores, turn, take your earphones out. Turn it down right now. <laughs> you don't want to hear this. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Um, but to be honest, her ideas suck no i'm playing. <laughs> i'm just kidding dolores don't hate me we've never met i'm no. sorry <laughs> no i uh i usually kind of have an idea like i'm usually leaning towards something and yeah. i feel like i'm kind of looking for confirmation on that she likes that idea also yeah it's almost you're like if she likes it i'm okay to do it like yeah it's the but final then there are times if, if it's earlier than that there are plenty of times where like i'll just like being say like hey do you have any ideas for like stuff we need or stuff i should build has there ever been a moment where you've shown her something she doesn't necessarily like it but you're like screw it i'm doing it anyways i'm gonna prove you wrong um probably i know there i'll take it further and say there have been things that i thought were cool ideas that she shot down and that i didn't make let's hear some of of them so there was this one i was calling it to bar which i don't remember why it was called (laughs) oh because it was like a table bar thing so our house is weird. So it, it was built in like 53 and then added on to in the 70s. Ooh, and okay. the way that they added on, so they basically pushed the like living room, dining room out probably like another four feet and then built another room on back of that. That The whole house is built up on a crawl space. So the family room, you walk down like two steps to get into. It's ground level. Oh, okay. And and you go in it at an angle. So it makes it where that 
room is oddly shaped and the living room is oddly shaped. It's kind of hard to, I'll, I'll put up a bird's eye view drawing of this because it's hard to describe with words. And so, so just past that, we have a little eating table. And I was thinking, oh, you know what would be cool would be to make it like a table that went between both sides of the wall. So it went partway into the living room and partway into the family room. Okay. So to sit on it, to sit at it on the family room side, it would be like bar height, but to sit on it on the living room side, it would be regular table height. Interesting. And so, so I was thinking, oh, it'd be like a cool place to, to like, you know, eat. And then you could look out and see the TV and you could also have it as like a workspace and basically just build like a really big table that normally you wouldn't be able to fit something like that in a room like this. Right. But it'd be because you're using half of one room and half of another room, it would fit without really losing that much space. And then and putting she a was normal like, t- and like putting a normal table in there would look weird because you're splitting it between two rooms. But if you yeah. like purposefully do it. Yeah, like right now we have a separate a separate dining room, which is also kind of part of the same room because it really is all <laughs> just kind of open. Yeah. But it's off to the side and that could be more of like the formal dining room. And then this could be more just like, you know, where we actually eat day to day and where, you know, you would set your laptop to do work. And, and she didn't like it? She didn't like it. She wasn't <laughs> going for it. And so the relationship got pretty touch and go there for a <laughs> couple years, rocky. but we, we got counseling. We worked through it. Yeah. But yeah, she just, she didn't like it and... I guess I didn't love it enough to fight for it. I, if I really, really <laughs> liked it, I'd probably be like, come on, we yeah. got, this is awesome. And I would try to just like keep selling her on it until she eventually liked it. But yeah, that was, was one half-hearted, that though. shot down. But someday I'm going to get that to bar. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Who do you look for input from? I don't know. Um, but no, like my homies, like I don't ever go to them like asking advice and like I, I don't like date a lot. So. Yeah, lonely Mike out here. God dang, yeah, just man. making me feel hey, bad. <laughs> if you guys know any single girls that have got a good eye yeah. for design, set them up with Mike because he could there use the input. My number is, no, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and actually, yeah, I mean, so I would say her, I, Dolores, I definitely would like ask about designs that I have in mind. I, I'd say pretty much everything I, I shop by her and get her input on. Yeah. Um, more recently, like, you know, I've, I've, shown things to you guys through text message like hey what do you guys think of these two designs so um just because it's like so easy and you know i trust your guys opinions so boom yeah why not exactly that is a good point but i think it is good to kind of like be the dictator in what you think are good designs like at the end of the day do do what you think is good unless you don't have good judgment then (laughs) trust somebody else right know yourself before that but yeah yeah awesome well I'm going to go ahead and say we're going to a hypothetical. Let's do, do it. Do you have a hypothetical? We do. We actually had a couple that were written Sent in. in. Let me, okay, yeah, awesome. let me find them. So we got... You know, I haven't gone ever since I quit like filling envelope, envelopes out for stickers and all that. I haven't gone to the Modern Maker podcast like inbox, the email inbox uh-huh. in a long time. I'm glad you're I, paying attention to it. I'm paying attention. <laughs> let's see. We have two. Okay, let's do them both. Okay, so this one says, it comes in from uh, M.L. Wadester, Mm. and he says, what is your desert island tool? Like, if you could only take one, what would it be? Table saw is powerful, but not mobile. Reciprocating saw is the opposite. You dig? Hmm. So you can only take one tool to a desert island. I think I have mine. Okay, you go first. I'm going to think about mine. I think I'm taking a chainsaw. Okay. Do we consider that a tool? Any tool. It doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, any okay. tool. All right. Then, yeah, I, I think a chainsaw because you could 
do a lot of like big work that would take forever if you had something too small that you took with you. And we have unlimited resources or do we have to use what's on the island? I'm thinking we have to use like, you know, what, what's whatever on the wood island. you can okay, find on cool. the island to All build right. stuff. So it's like, you know, at that point, you're not looking for like precision and design. You're looking for utility. Yep. And so, you know, you could cut rudimentary joinery that will will be a structurally sound to, yeah to like build structures and and things that you're you know whatever you're going to need to to feel more comfortable there i feel like the chainsaw gets me there that is a good point man you you did bring up a good point because it is like you got immediate shelter that way because mm-hmm. my thing was what tool can i bring that's gonna like stair step down to give me more and more tools Right. So I thought a couple of things. I thought something that I could like mill metal with, but then again, where am I going to get the metal? Yeah. So then I was like, okay, something that I can make stone tools with maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, a chainsaw is a good idea. I also like the idea of just having a, just a good old axe or a good hatchet. Yeah. Um, but then again, if I got a hatchet, because that's my thing. I can use the hatchet to like fillet my fish. Mm. I can use a hatchet to do finesse. You know what I mean? What are you yeah. gonna What are you gonna use in like finesse type situations? Chainsaw, apparently. You're gonna just That's get really good with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be the best chainsaw yeah. operator you ever seen. Yeah, get one of those like fancy chainsaw blades that people use for carving for real yep. intricate stuff. There you go. Yep, a very mini chainsaw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and actually, the the so the other hypothetical that we got is very similar, actually. Okay. So he's this one comes in from. Uh, let's see, Turg works. And he says, what would you guys make if you had an ax in the middle of the forest? It doesn't have to be survival related. It can oh. be anything. But I mean, I guess what, I, I feel like the only things you would probably make would be survival related if you're in the middle of the forest. Yeah. I think the first thing that I would make is probably something to get me up off the ground. So like a platform to get me off the ground that I could like sleep on and stuff. And then... I'd make fire <laughs> with my axe <laughs> no, and then probably like uh, some kind of shelter. But I guess, I mean, what do you make in, a, with, in the forest with an axe? I guess like you could learn to carve and whittle. Yep. Just trying to run out the days until you die with entertainment whittling. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, even, <clears throat> even if survival's not a part of it, I don't even know what I would be capable of going out and making with an axe in the woods. Yeah. So if you, yeah, there you go. There it is. Two kind of... <laughs> Survival. That last one was a, there was a subpar answer from us. Sorry, but <laughs> I think because the first one was similar and we kind of started to, yeah. we kind of started bleeding into bleeding it already. It is kind of funny though that two people sent hypotheticals that were related. Related. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's the same guy with two accounts. Exactly. Awesome. Chris. Yes. Where can people find you if they're not already following you? Man, if you're not following me at this point, woo boy. <laughs> you're missing out. YouTube. Good. Just, I always say it. Google or Bing or Yahoo or Ask Jeeves, Four Eyes Furniture, <laughs> and you will find me. But I would say the other best place to follow me besides YouTube is on Instagram so that you can see, you know, I'll post pictures of things as I'm working on them so you can get little uh, cool. little sneak peeks. Can you follow people on Reddit? Like, is that a thing or is it more just like think you, you can, see what gets posted? I think you can get alerts from people if they like okay, your stuff. But it's but not like a back and forth No, yeah. Thing. One of the, Reddit's like, kind of about anonymity a little bit like not totally yeah. but that that's part of its appeal i think for shady people doing shady things yep. no. <laughs> doing stuff in secrecy yeah. go to reddit exactly okay what cool, about you cool, cool. 
Modern Builds. At Modern Builds on Instagram. Not on Twitter. Apparently, I found out someone on Twitter took the handle at Modern Builds and, and like, made some racist remarks. <laughs> so like, after that hearing is not you weren't me. there? I guess. I don't know. It's just someone sent me an Instagram message today saying... Uh, Someone with your Twitter handle is making race or inappropriate remarks. Was so it? I went and, but it was from like two years ago too. Oh boy! Right when they saw your so, first video, they're like, "I hate." this I know guy. it was like I would. I had just like if I had posted anything, it was just a couple videos. So that was weird. They saw so you. I'm gonna, like, this guy seems like a racist, and I'm gonna let the world know it. Yeah, so I'm gonna see if I can't figure something out about messaging. <laughs> it's such a long shot. Like Twitter's gonna care. Yeah, but seeing if I can't get the handle just so someone else can't have it. You can get um, like the real modern builds. Yeah, exactly. So, but everything else is at modern builds. So, yep. Yeah. Anyways, find me on YouTube. I just posted a video that I'm very proud of uh, l- this week on Thursday about my bathroom remodel. Thank you to everybody that's given me positive feedback on it. Uh, really reassuring. I was a little nervous kind of putting out that kind of content just with the fact that maybe people wouldn't be into it, but overwhelming positive results <laughs> or positive feedback. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, Shout out to Ben, even though he's not here with us. Go give him a follow at Homemade Modern pretty much everywhere. Actually, he's at Ben Ueda. He was kind of smart. I think that's a good idea. Hey, my YouTube channel is Chris Salamone One. That that was not by design. But it's branded Four Eyes. It is. You know? Yeah. But you can Google either of them and I'll come up. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So go give Ben some love. Tell him you missed him. And we will see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Later.